0: together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the gospel of John chapter 11, the death of Lazarus. But the topic that I would like us to look into is how do you deal with grieving? How do you deal with the loss of a loved one? Whether this person is dead or this person is no longer with you in a sense that they've walked away or they have left you or abandoned you. But in a very particular way, how do you deal with grief and with the whole concept of grieving? We hear in the gospel of John chapter 11 that the sisters of Lazarus, they sent a word to Jesus in verse 3 and to tell Jesus that the one whom Jesus loved is ill. I am made to believe that Lazarus must have created some sense of discomfort for the sisters and Lazarus's sickness was a worrying factor for both Mary and Martha. And so they would have done anything possible, humanly possible, in order to help their own brother. Have you ever gone through an experience where you know that you've done anything humanly possible in order to help someone that you love and that you realize that on your own, you cannot do it and that you realize that you need someone else to help you, maybe to understand what you are going through, maybe to offload And to be able to share your your fears, your frustrations, your dreams, your hopes and your failures in trying to take care of whomever you've been looking after. You are blessed if you have someone that you can go to and if you have people that you can always fall back on. What happens if you have no one to fall back on, if you have no one who's able and willing to help you? which means you suffer silently and you suffer all alone. And so in the gospel, we hear that Martha and Mary were able to go to Jesus and were able to open up and to share, at least to send a messenger, and to share their frustration and their fear, which was an immediate death for Lazarus. How does Jesus initially deal with? with the news that Lazarus, his friend, is ill. It seems as if Jesus knows that this kind of death or this kind of sickness, which later on result in death, is meant to glorify God and to reveal the beauty and the power of God. But before John tells us that, Jesus seems to understand that and he says our brother is not dead but he's asleep and he will be saved in, in 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 john chapter 11 verse 12 and so jesus continues with the normal things that he would he was doing uh, before the the messenger comes to him and it is only after a couple of days that jesus goes and he sees uh, lazarus which is in the gospel of john chapter 11 verse 17 And Jesus goes, it is already four days that Lazarus has been killed, well, dead, has has died and has been laid in the tomb. How do you feel about that? How do you feel when you've asked someone for help and that person is delayed? When you have gone to the church hoping that someone will listen, that someone will respond? that someone will become a beacon of hope or someone will do all that they can to make the situation better. How do you feel when you you receive the opposite of what you are hoping for, of what you are expecting? And so the other aspect that I would like to look into is that it is Martha in verse 20 who goes out and leaves Mary in the house and this is an important feature for me because people grieve differently for Martha he is able to go out he is able to share she is able to to, to open up and to look and to find the help that she needs and when she goes there in her words we will discover that not only is she grieving, but she's also angry. She's upset. She says to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. She probably is blaming Jesus, but she's probably also is blaming herself. And for some people who have experienced grief, anger is part of grieving. And sometimes we blame ourselves. Sometimes we blame the situation. Sometimes we blame the people who were around or the people who were upset. They should have been there, but they were not there. I could have done more, but I couldn't, or I could have been more supportive, but I could not. And so with grief, there's also an element of anger. There's an element of frustration. There probably also is an element of helplessness. What could I have done? And you also feel that with everything else that has gone on and everything else that was going on in our lives, I feel that I'm helpless. I feel that uh, everything has been shattered and my life has been shattered. And so when Martha speaks to Jesus and when she opens up and when she shares her frustration and when she shares her fears, Jesus stays with Martha. Jesus is able to listen to what Martha is saying and to also what Martha is not saying. Jesus says to Martha, do you not believe that I am the resurrection and the life? So Jesus is concerned about Martha, but is also very much concerned about Lazarus and is able to, to tell Martha that, yes, your brother has died, but there is new life after that, but things will become better there is something that I also find interesting. That in verse 20, it is Martha who leaves Mary and goes to Jesus. When Martha had spoken to Jesus, and when Martha realizes that Jesus is around, after speaking to him, she goes and calls her sister Mary. And she says to to, to Mary uh, that the Lord is here let us go. And in verse 29, Mary quickly gets up and go to Jesus. This is something absolutely interesting. While Mary was prepared to sit down and deal with her loss in her own way alone, and Martha had gone out to look for help, Martha, having met Jesus, goes back to her sister. And this is a woman to woman ministry, this is a family ministry where the wounded helps the under wounded where the the, the, the the one with a great sense of loss is able to learn from her loss and and to empathize with the loss of the other. so the suffering is not ended, and the suffering in itself uh, doesn't become an end or a loss, but this suffering of Martha is channeled into a ministry where she goes out. And this is where I see a greatest need in the church, in the society, for those who are grieving, for those who've lost their loved ones, a supporting structure, a supporting group where people are able to come and to share their own fears and to share their own frustration. And so too, We hear on the lips and in the mouth of Mary, Lord, if you have been here, my brother would not have died. The sadness. And in in verse 33, Jesus saw their sadness. He saw their struggles and Jesus was moved to tears. In verse 35, the shortest verse ever in the Bible, Jesus wept. Part of grieving is to be exposed to the reality, to be opened to the truth, and to be able to face it and to look at it, and if it needs be, to cry. To cry because we have lost something of value. To cry because we know that deeply we have been hurt. And Jesus does that. He sees the pain of Martha and Mary. He goes within his own self. He knows the pain of losing his friend Lazarus. And he cries. Often at times I have heard people say men don't cry. Well, who is the model for men? If Jesus is not, who is? And if Jesus is the model for men and masculinity... And Jesus cries, Jesus opens up and Jesus is able to to be broken and and to become weak, if we want to call it weak, and to become there for the people to love him and to comfort him. Who are we not to allow that to be part of our lives? So it is okay to cry, it is okay to grieve, and it is okay to give it time and to pray and ask that the blessings and the graces of God which can come through the scriptures, which can come through prayer, and also which can come through other people, that those graces may help us as we grieve to know that Jesus remains part of our grieving. The last point that I want to talk about, does Jesus in the scriptures know the pain of losing someone? Yes, it does. If you go to the Gospel of John chapter 17, You hear the priestly prayer of Jesus when he prays for the the disciples, when he prays for the apostles, when he knows that he's about to leave. You go to the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus prays that, Lord, let this cup pass by, when he knows that he's leaving those whom he loves in the world. We know the pain that he feels on the cross when he sees his mother and he sees the beloved John and he says, Mom, Behold your son. John, behold your mother. If you are going through pain, suffering, and grief, know that you are not alone. Know that Jesus not only understands, he knows your pain, he feels your pain, but is here with you, grieving with you, and over a good love and graces, you will conquer all. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.